I've just come back from the Phillip Island circuit where I watched the Island Magic meeting. Not the biggest race meeting at the racetrack. It is made for those who love to race with only spectators being really family and friends. The events range from a Formula V, open wheelers to sports cars including Lamborghinis, Lotuses, BMWs and Audis. I was there because Overdrive's Fred Brain had his 1969 Monaro GTS in the historic sports car category. We will talk to Fred next week. One of the other competitors in the class was Mick Stupka, who had the oldest car in the event. We sat in his support truck for a chat and I asked him to describe his racing vehicle. I've driven everything from a Hillman Imp, a Volvo Amazon, Cortina and Citroen. Now the Citroen, describe that to me. Uh, it's a 1954 Citroen. It was built in the early 60s specifically for racing and the guy raced it for till about 73 uh, whereby the rules changed in historic touring cars so he, he just basically stripped the car, put it away and it sat there for 30 years in a shed. Mm. Uh, it took me about 10 years to convince him to sell it because he was always going to race it but it was getting on for it was about 80 years old. He was never going to race it. It's like, mate, you're dreaming. So it took me a couple of years to rebuild and get my head around it because they're a quirky car. Like anything French, is, so it does your head in. Tell me about its quirkiness. Is, is it front-wheel drive? Uh, it's front-wheel drive. The engine's back to front, so the engine sits up by the firewall and the gearbox sits out, points out the front. Parts are very difficult to get mm. and everything on that car has been modified in the early years. So really, you've just got to get your head around all the modifications and it's always a back marker, but it's as fast as that car will go. You know, and in its early days, it was probably half competitive. But in this day and age, with Mustangs and Camaros, but its bags are fun. It's not really about competition, is it? I no, can't tell you who no. we are, won. It's about yeah. restoring and preserving a bit of history, but also having yeah. a fun from that oh. time. Look, it, it's the fun. You get out and race, and it's a camaraderie. Uh, the guys have an absolute ball and, and it's often it's often the case of the guys having so much fun that it's almost a pity to go out and race because we're having so much fun in the pits and then after the race meeting guys get together we talk shit and, and it's and you've got to then go out and race again tomorrow which is a pain in the ass it's oh we don't want to race we just want to talk shit and have fun but no everyone races for fun it really is but you, you must love a circuit like this. It's got its own characteristics. Yeah. And Phillip Island's magnificent. You've got the greenery, the, you know, you've got the green grass, you've got the ocean in the background. Days like this, 22 degrees, absolutely perfect. Mm. It's an absolute dream. Mm. And anybody you talk to who comes to Phillip Island from, uh, from New South Wales, Queensland, Western Australia, they absolutely love it. Mm. They just can't believe how good the track is. It really is. Any characteristics about driving the car that you have to be aware of? Um, it's got a mind of its own and every lap is different because as tyres warm up and brakes warm up and bits fade and they come in and go and, and it's just every lap is a totally different kettle fish. It really is. It doesn't try to kill me but it's just got a mind of its own. Yeah. Every lap. Have you met my wife? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We won't go there. We won't go there. No. <laughs> Do you race at many circuits? Um, Phillip Island, Sandown, uh, Winton. Raced at Calder when Calder was still open. You can race almost every second week somewhere in Victoria or New South Wales. Mm-hmm. 
there are tracks all over the place and mm. it really is a good it's just good fun. This is a bit like a country race, horse race meeting in a way, isn't it? I haven't got the huge tents or the selective areas or any of that. This island magic meeting is, it's just a relaxing meeting. It's the last one of the year. Everyone's chilling out. The racing's still very hard out there, especially the front runners. They're really serious, but everyone's chilled out. It's the last race of the year. And it's a lead up to Christmas, holidays, everything else. So it's really fantastic. Where do you live? I'm in Melbourne. Uh, so it's only an hour and a half, hour mm. and three quarters to here. So mm. uh, I enjoy Phillip Island. It's good. In the wet, it's a totally different thing because it's a very fast flowing track. And when it rains, you just don't want to be out there. So. It gets a bit precarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Only because of the fast sweeping corners. You're carrying a lot of speed. And with a wet track, it's always a bit dodgy. My mate is driving the Monaro. He's in fourth gear a lot of time. Oh, you do, yeah. Oh, I was speaking to him earlier this weekend. Yeah, you're in fourth gear a lot of the time. You'll go down to third, but you're still... Everything's finely balanced. Mm. There's not many, like, stop-and-turn corners. It is fast-flowing. Yesterday, with a really gusty wind, he would have found... The gusty wind would have been blowing him around certain parts of the track. So it's a very fast track. How big's the engine on yours? Just two litres. Yeah, just a two-litre engine. It's asking a lot in an old car. And the car is 60 years old. And all the components are 60 years old. So it's all, fingers crossed, asking a lot. You know. <laughs> and a four-speed gearbox? Yeah, four-speed gearbox. The gear lever comes out of the dash. So that's another thing to deal with. But it's just one of the quirky things. You choose a car to race. And really, it's you run what you brung. Really. And that's it. And you have a whale of a time. Oh, bags are fun. I mean, I'm always a backmarker, but it's bags of fun. I don't think anyone will care. Yeah. Will you keep it for a while? Oh, yeah. Look, I've had it because I've had the Volvo previously and I've got a, the Cortina at home waiting for an engine. This one has been for sale for a number of years, but I'm sort of at that point where I don't care. I'll just keep it as a spare car and when the Cortina's down, I'll just bring this out and give the old girl a run around, you know. What would it cost me to buy it? Uh, about 25 yeah. So that's with all the, the yeah. Um, I've I've got to redo the headers because I mean, the extractors are now 40 years old and the metal's getting pretty thin and it doesn't ring anymore like metal. It's clunky. They've split a couple of times and it's one of them things. You put it off, but eventually I'm going to have to remake a set of headers. Which once again, it's got to be handmade because you can't buy them. It's all individually one-off. So it's a work of art. The whole car is a work of art. It is a shapely car, yeah. you know, and the first time I had it on the track, I think it was Sandown, I got it out there and I stood back and looked and I thought, geez, if only you were a woman, you know, it's like, you know, the French make really nice shapes. Beautiful and, curves. Oh, yeah, and it's full of curves. It really is. Thank you for your time. No worries at all. Pleasure.